Right, continuing Perek Mem Zayin. Elohei Avi Va'aroma Menhu. Elohei. Avi Va'aroma Menhu. Loshasa Hashem is Borach Doverzeh. Shemikra Kara. Shekach Asali Hashem is Borach. Avalhu, okay, Elokai Batsam, Kihu, Elokai Avi. So it's not that Hashem happened to come and help me out, happened to come and save me because he was in a good mood or because I happened to be very righteous at the time, but rather there is an unbreakable pre existing bond of the fact that he is the God of my father. So it was definitionally going to happen then that I was going to be saved. Hashem has a essential bond with Jewish people. Hashem has a that from the very beginning, I mean from Avram Avinu, Hashem was already our God, Imkain. Okay. I mean, we've never existed, I'm adding a little bit, we've never existed without being God's people, without Hashem being our God. From the very conception of the Jewish people from the start of, of Avram Avinu, there was already the dynamic. <coughs> Which means it's bad. Olifika Chosif, Vov, Va'aroma Menhu. Because he is the God of my father. She actually Israel Roman as a Kodesh Boruchu. Tomid Bliav Saka Ata Ulas. So I guess the Vav connects of shows and I'm gonna keep on doing, I'm gonna do it, do it, do it, do it. And the reason is again the same thing. If it would be Bimikra, it would be a happenstance that Hashem saved us. So then we will this one time praise him. But being that Hashem essentially is our God. So he's always going to be there for us. And we are always going to be praising him or elevating him, our own men. Oh, so it's us to him, not him to us? Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. we will, we will uh, uplift him. Because he saves us. Yes. So now we're going to look at the three psukim that we just explained. Dehainu. Ashir l'ashem ki gogo'ah. So it's rachvorim avayam. And azivazimras yavayhili lishua. And zeki livyan vehu elokayavi varomomenhu. Heim haskalz ashira loimar. 
Meeze Tam Yitnu Shira Lakodesh Borcho. So these three Psukim tell us why is this whole Shira going to be said. Bepozak Rishonamru Shaz HaKadosh Borcho Gvura Vehayam is Goye Al Game. So Hashem exhibited might. Shepal. So one is to crush the arrogant, haughty Egyptians. But that is not going to get us praising. It's going to be maybe, as a, uh, it's not a recognition of a positive that was done. It was a negative that was done to someone negative, which negated a negative thing. So then there's a, another aspect of gratitude for a positive thing. Ubishvil. So just because Hashem threw the horse, which means the arrogance of Egypt, was thrown down. But nothing positive has happened. Ain kan shira. That's not yet going to be cause for song. Kimi yitain shira. Al shalohi gia tov ladam. If nothing good has happened, negation of bad is something. Im lohi gia tov yov lechad. Yeah. I have ladam. But what's the if he threw the horses into the water? Yeah. Why is that not a tova to call you? Oh, well, we're being very exact. Tova means a positive thing. There's a removal of a negative, okay. and there is giving a positive. Okay. Now, they're both described to be positive in the more general sense. You know, it's, yeah, someone is uh, chasing you, and then they get shot, right? So it's it's good it's good that it happened right but but it's not but it's not a positive thing in the sense of that uh, a kindness or uh, it's just a removal of a negative right like uh, you know in Chilcha Shabbos by Miral Akum right there's a very big difference between asking a goy to remove a, a negative thing from happening which you can hint you could Derek Ramiza you can ask for that the light is bothering you. So you, you can tell the guy, oh, it's very annoying, I can't turn off the light on Shabbos. Isn't like Hashem um, taking revenge on the enemy? It is good in a colloquial sense. Good means uh, uh, they were glad it happened. But not good in the sense of positive. It's not a, it's a removal of a negative. It's not a Giving of a positive. That's what I'm explaining. By a mere destruction of our enemies 
without then taking, without giving it to the Torah or taking up their yeah, or, or whatever is something would not be definitionally a tova. Right. It you, might be a relief. Right. But not a tova. Right. Exactly. Obviously, we're going to talk about here midas agvura, midas achasad, and you know, we'll see what the third one will be. Keep you in suspense. Okay. But uh, this is explaining why there's shira. Okay. So he's saying. Of course, you can't, you cannot sing, it's like this, you cannot, yes, positively sing Shira if you're currently being chased and in danger of your life. You certainly cannot sing Shira if that's happening. Only once that's been removed do you have a relief. But that itself is not yet going to bring a person to uh, being overjoyed. It's just going to bring a relief. Isn't there some form of joy of seeing the people who once... Well, yeah. not, not just Obviously, Dan, Dan, hello. Obviously, it's a good thing for the third time. It's Yes, we're definitely very happy that it happened. But there's a difference between... Do you hear the difference between removal of a bad versus a giving of a good? Maybe Dan's asking one level beyond now that you can take out of danger, but you can also like exact revenge against them. Like you already arrested. Let that be, but it's still not a positive now, thing that I'm getting. But now that you have him in jail, and now he's there, now we're gonna we're gonna torture him. Okay. So I'm not in danger anymore. Okay. Sumi Ra's already gone. So Dan was asking, is that an outside joke? But now the person that threw me in jail, I now see him in jail. It's not just that I Are you that are you are you receiving a, a benefit from this? Yeah. What benefit? A psychological twist to that. Are you saying a chama? I see. I see that like, all these things I've done for came true. That should uh, put me in front of. So that's a revelation of your moon. It's a you're very. It's wonderful to see the oneness of him. Yes, it is. Yeah, but it's not true. Tell us what happened. You guys know Shachar? What? Do you know Talben Shachar? He wrote the book Happier. His his entire book is this. He, he creates a theory, he, the most popular president, uh, professor at Harvard, he creates a theory called relief happiness, that relief happiness is not true happiness, that most people through life are just constantly stressing themselves out, taking on more and more things, that, so, that, so that they can, and when they reach the goal, and they feel good, that's not happiness, that's relief from, uh, you know, from removing the, the burdens of the stress. Mm-hmm. But that's not true happiness, and that's why it goes away and it's fleeting and it disappears after a day, and then you set some other lofty goal to stress yourself out so you can get back to that yeah, feeling again. Right. That's not true happiness. And Robert Gershwin, I quote him directly. He does. Robert Gershwin's a fan of his. And he's so charming. Oh, really? Everyone's yeah, duped into thinking that's, you know, that's, right. the, that's the spitz of life. Right. It's just really just bad pressure's off. But okay. you know, this guy's most, like, uh, he was the most popular professor at Harvard, and his mom is just aligned somewhere else. <laughs> I, I need to go find my line on Maral and go be a professor. That's all it takes. <laughs> all it takes. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually, I, I have a catcher with him. I'm going to send him this today. Okay, great. Again, Dan, I'm not looking to take away from what you're saying. Again, it is one of the three components that's going to bring to Shira. Because you're saying there's a difference between that and actual positive. Yes? Okay. Um, <clears throat> so again, so the second one, the second thing is, uh, sorry, no, we're still back. And so Bishvil, Shesus v'Rochvah Ramava Yam, the fact that Hashem threw down, threw the horse and stride into the sea. 
There was nothing positive that, get, that happened to us. This is not going to make a song. There's nothing positively good happened to you. It's not going to bring the song. He's always saving me. This Vav is repeating, it's happening over and over. Al Vayhi Lilishua. Kemoshe is Vayr. Vimkoach Ze Adain. Now hold on a second. That was supposed to be a step two. Let's, let's keep, we'll read a little bit more, then we'll, then we'll come back. Because I'm not hearing the difference between... Throwing the Egyptian power into the sea and being a salvation to me. Unless it's like a lumbisher point. Let's see. Vim Kolze, Adain Einkan... Shira, Shafal Gav, Shahu, Osa Niflaos, Tamid, Ena Nevroim, Ruim, Lose Shira Elav, Kiim, Osam Shahim, Beprat, Nechshavim Bonim. Just regular people of the world are not still not going to be brought to song. Only those that are uniquely called his sons. What does he mean by that? Let's see. Well, that was the last point that we said that he is not just my God, but he's the God of my Father. It means that I am fundamentally uh, someone who is saved by him, fundamentally someone who is connected to him. Okay, here we go. Because what is song? Song is my yearning, my, my the makabal, alul, is the makabal, yearning, hishtogakus, to the ilaw, the mashpia, the one, the one who gives the, the source. The Ainzerui rak me shehu alul mimena bet. So someone who is inextricably, fundamentally uh, connected to this, to the mashpia, to, to the to God, that person longs for closeness. Commotion is but alul means in modern terminology that we're all familiar with the terms of the Zohar, alul will be a makabal, a recipient. The recipient of a tova. And then the and then the law is the mashpia or the 
one that pours down influence or gives over whatever is the thing. Ulfikach Amar Kizeh Keli Shehu he's already from the beginning, he's my God already. It's fit for me to sing song. And not anyone else. We will always be elevating him. We're always going to be singing praises to Hashem. Because that's our relationship. That's our definition. Just like Hashem is always saving us. Doing miracles for us, I should say. Vov, he's always doing this. Gam Kain, Kemoshe Amarnu, Vedavar Zemavur. It seems like he's not making distinction, like I thought initially, of just doing a negative to my enemy versus a positive to me. No, okay, I got it, yeah. So the step it is like we were saying. <clears throat> but I think it helps also with something that you guys were bothered by. Um, I think he's saying like this. One, step number one. Hashem threw the haughty, mighty uh, shoyim into the sea. Now, again, like we pointed out, yes, we're all, we would all be happy to see that happen because of the fact that uh, it bothers, like, like the Pesach says, um, Tzadik rejoices when Mishpat is done in the world. You see, you see a Russia, and you see him get smashed up, and that's a, that's a good thing. It makes a person happy to a certain extent. But that's not, you know, it's, it's not uh, going to bring you to joy unless you yourself are getting a tangible benefit. And there... Here he's going to go with that the fact that we were saved. In other words, if I just say Hashem threw the haughty Egyptians into the sea, then it could be that it has nothing to do with Kalsram. Hashem just took them. Idol worshipping haughty Egyptians, he crushed them. Now we'll be happy about that, but it's not going to bring us to song. So the next step is he saved me. Oh, meaning this crushing of the Egyptians was very beneficial to me. But it was an act of din which brought about a positive thing for me. Not only was it an act of din, you know, if, if right now, whatever it is, I don't know, if, you know, uh, like, is Putin particularly doing, you know, currently, I mean, probably yes. But whatever, if, if there would be a Russia somewhere, he's doing very bad things, but it has nothing, nothing to do with any of us. It's not endangering me in any way. 
and as and Hashem were to crush him, I would be, it would make me happy. But because we're happy to see Hashem doing judgment in the world, but it's not going to bring me to song. But if that Russia is currently chasing, he's a if He's currently chasing after Yidden, and then Hashem crushes him. So not only a Russia is being crushed, but also a tzaddik is being saved. Oh, then that person, the tzaddik that was saved, now he got, quote unquote, a positive thing. I'm still going to hold off on being positive. I really remove all the negative, but it seems like for our purposes here, that's sufficient. We see the distinction? Yes. Okay. And then he says, okay, so now, now we're ready to say Shira, no? Now not only do we have something bad happening to Russia, but that is actually saving a tzaddik. That should bring us to Shira. He says, no, not enough. Because you also need that this tzaddik, that his, the purpose of his entire life is to connect, and to yearn, to see that connection in Hashem. That's what I don't get. I'll be smart. That doesn't make sense. Speak it out. If I'm sitting on that plane yesterday and my door blows out and I land on the ground and I'm alive, it doesn't matter if I'm a Ben Avramavinu. I'm singing a shira to Hashem. No atheist in a foxhole. I'm not sure I understand why it has to be up there, but a of a kesher. It doesn't make any sense to me. Okay. So the notice what you said. Uh, there's no atheist in the foxhole. That's true. The question is, what happens when he's saved from the foxhole? Okay. At that point, is he singing song? So you're saying that are men who, because of the vav, has to be with somebody with an intrinsic relationship. Yeah, where, in other words, we still have to explain more, but, uh, but, but first of all, you're saying that uh, it's not even, first of all, afterwards. First of all, in the foxhole, for sure. The question is outside, afterwards, okay. that's first of all. And second of all, we're saying Dafka song, meaning, yes, he'll be grateful. Okay. He'll be grateful. But song, if we define song as being uh, chuka, yearning, yearning, yearning to reconnect. So yearning to reconnect is only sensical if you're someone who has that connection to begin with. If someone, if someone came along and did you a very nice thing, you, uh, you guys had this one connection, let's say uh, like this, in a social setting, you happen to be somewhere, you met this person, the two of you had an absolutely great conversation, really, really pleasant, he even helped you out, he gave you a ride somewhere, whatever, it was very nice. Okay? Are you going to be afterwards longing for this person? No. Because you happen to bump into him. You guys have no some connection. He gave you a ride. He helped you out. Very nice guy. You'll, you'll remember. It, but you're not going to be seeing long. No. When again? When am, I gonna, when am I going to bump into this guy again? Right? Whereas, let's say if it's your father. And you haven't seen him for, for many years. And then you, you get you get a chance. You, you saw didn't see him for so many years already. Maybe a little bit you forgot whatever. And, and, you, and you see him, and, and, and you guys uh, play piano and sing together, whatever, right? And like uh, everything, uh, you know, all those uh, old bonds are reawakened. Everything, right? 
and then that's it, and then he's gone again. Then you're going to be longing. You're like, no, when am I going to get to see him again? Because this event here um, reawakened a, a pre-existing bond. And now that is demanding to be bepoil again, just like it was yesterday, just like I was sitting with my father and playing chess or speaking words of Torah or whatever yesterday, and, and that was so incredible, and now today he's not here, right? So I, I, I can't let that go. I, I, I want that all the time, every day. That is only going to be in a situation where there is this pre-existing relationship. Whereas if it's, a, if it's a happenstance, the guy helped me out, I'm very grateful to him. I'm not yearning to hang out with him again or whatever. Maybe, I mean, maybe you'd be nice. I say, hey, yeah, wonderful to see him again. But if I never see him again, it's also okay. Interesting. You got it. You the point? Okay. Okay. Um, so that's the three sukim that explain why. Klaus was saying Shira. One, Dint Roshayim. Two, there's uh, salvation for us. And three, that we are, that this reawakened our Ba'etzim connection to our Father's God, to the God of our fathers. Okay. Va'akakach, his Hiloimar, Hashem Ish Milchama, Hashem Shmo. You know, we're praising, we're talking about and praising Hashem that He waged war against His enemies. Al Taimar, Ki Hu, mute Mimadrigoso. That this is really, this praise is really a Diminution of Hashem's level, uh, standing, whatever it is. Ki hu mispoil kemo gibor shalochem milchama vehu mispoil. So don't say that this is a diminution of Hashem because he's impacted by what's happening. I mean, he's fighting a war. You know, well, usually when people fight wars, even if they win, but they are <clears throat> whatever it is, tired, scared, right? So they, they, they get impacted by it. Like a warrior who fights in a war, with whom is spoiled and he is uh, he is impacted by it. V 
Vol Hagibor Kasher Note L Palze. That was the next word, Buprat. I'm missing a letter over there. Lilchom Boivov Lo Yifal Imo Paul Acher. Uh, okay, so one is he's he's in the spoil, he's scared, he's exhausted, he's impacted. Vote additionally, when a warrior goes into battle, I guess maybe he's not able to do other things. Loyipol imo. He can't at the same time be also doing other things. Which I guess is why I saw recently someone sent me a picture of, a, of an Israeli soldier uh, sitting, learning, learning Gemara in like surrounded by wreckage. Like, <laughs> like, like a soft bag Gemara. <laughs> What's like? Why is that so like, you know, awesome? Because it's like, how do you have the headspace to be working through a sugya when it's like, you know, like twisted metal, you know, like around or whatever, right? So <clears throat> usually when you're in war, you're in a mindset of war, right? That's a regular person. So those are two things that by saying that Hashem fights war, there might be uh, two levels of connotation of negativity towards Hashem, that he is the spoiler, he's impacted by this, and that he's, you know, all of his resources are focused towards this, and he can't currently be doing other stuff. I think that, that's what that second point is, but we'll see. So, Altoy who so this is the case with human soldiers, warriors, but don't say that that's the case with Hashem. Shekasher also melchama sheyiye misuluk mishar davar shemanhigo lasos lefarnes kolboy oilam. Hashem is not going to be able to be involved in providing parnasa for all the people of the world. So that's what we say in this song. This is not the case. So Hashem is Yishmael Chama, but Hashem Shmo. Nonetheless, His name is Hashem. His name, Yudke Vavke. This name is an unchanging name. In other words, the, I think we spoke about this. I think we had a whole parak about this, maybe, you know, with Parshas, Parshas Vaera, in those psukim over there, where, where the other names are names of manifestation, of how Hashem is conducting Himself. The name Kale is the name of Chesed, the name of Elohim is the name of, of uh, powers, 
Shakai, right? We spoke about this. Sound familiar at all? We're comparing Moshe Rabbeinu to Avos. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas, good. Whereas the name Yudkevavke uh, is called the Shema Etzim, which means this is uh, you know, no matter what Hashem is doing, it's always that name. It's like if you, you know, you, you could be yourself, but then you wear different hats, right? You can wear you can wear the manager hat. I don't know, do they give managers special hats? But if they would, and you can wear the father hat, and you can wear the chavrusa hat, right? There's different hats people wear, but you're always Noah, right? You're always you with this hat. Well, this is the one Rosh Hashanah complains after like the three months where yeah. things got worse. Yeah, exactly. So, so say, so that name never changes. Other names change from one to the other, but the Shema Etzem, it's called the Shema Etzem, because behind every action, say the action is being carried out by the, by the name Elohim, yeah, but behind that, the power behind that is the, is the Shema Etzem, the Shema Vaya. Okay? So, so we're saying that Hashem is Ishmael Chama, but Hashem Shmo, he himself is unchanging. He, he himself stays who he is. Ki ein hamilchomos she'osu yosei me'amitas atzmo, because he's borach. Lefikach amar Hashem Shmo. He's doing wars, it's like, um, it's, not, it's not his essential self that's involving his whole being and he's consumed by this, yeah, right? It's like, um, you know, uh, you know uh, the, the president of, uh, the president of uh, a superpower and there's a, you know, some sort of, some little scurvy, so he signs the thing, okay, take care of this, you know, Okay, go take care of this uh, skirmish over there, right? The, dispatch a, uh, you know, the, the Marines, they'll take care of it, yeah? So, and then he's back to business, right? He's taking care of everything else. So, that's, uh, that's coming to make sure to not take away from Hashem through, because of his involvements. I know it's at 10 o'clock, but let's try to get to the end of the paragraph, okay? We have a minute? The old, Sha'al Toymar, Kimipne Kihu, Osa Milchama, Lonetzachaivov, Hum is Suluk Minarachamim. Also, don't say that because he's fighting war and to annihilate the enemy. So sometimes a person who's fighting, he can become angry for her cruel or cold towards uh, his enemies uh, you know needs or, or, or whatever right so Hashem remains merciful Hashem Shmo so that's what we say Hashem is his name like we know in the Yud Gimomidos we say Hashem Hashem right the first that the name Hashem is the represented of mercy. Is the in the middle is the Kavim Soi Rachamim. 
Larachem al Buryov, because at the end of the day, these are all his creatures. It's not like anybody ever, it's not the same, a warrior fighting it. It's a father punishing a child. Yeah, so when a father punishes a child, he's not uh, <laughs> going all out to destroy. He does what he has to do with, with mercy to, you know, to whatever extent. Something has to be done, something has to be done. But it's, but it's with mercy. So we're singing about Hashem's wars is not a diminution of Hashem's greatness that he's lost his mercy, that he's acting now in a cold, unmerciful way. And that's followed with Mirkavos, Paro, Vechelo, Paro's chariots and his soldiers. He destroyed. Biruzeh ki El Hashem Yisborach ain chiluk bein rav lemuot. There's no difference for Hashem to destroy many or to destroy few. Ubein gibor lechalash mighty ones or weak ones. Ki paro vechelo yaravayam kis paro and his mighty ones. He stirred in the sea. Shayalo Ribu Hakail Paro had a massive army, Maud. Umivkarshalishov and the choicest of his uh, chariots or cavalry. Vehem Hayu Gibore Hakail Tavubayam. They were the mightiest ones and, and they, they didn't make any difference. So the point is there is no opposition. All this all of this paragraph is saying it's not a fight. This is the point. It's not a fight. Usually, when there's a fight, when there's me and there's an opposing force, so then, first of all, I get impacted by that. Second of all, I'm debilitated from doing other things. Third of all, I, I lose my compassion, my mercy. But if it's me with my three year old, right? It's, it's not a fight. Is, is it's, it's a disciplinary measure. And therefore, it doesn't make a difference how mighty they are, etc. There's no fight. Okay.